Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old school greats and new school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Single Life Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, the one and only, Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? Ah, yeah. What was that? <laughs> my, my voice, like, escaped. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> that was one of my favorite songs. It took the bar mitzvah circuit by storm. Which one? DJ Cool and I don't know the lyrics. I should have <laughs> prepared if I was going to do that. Is it something like Haganagila? No, no, <laughs> that's my that really took the bar mitzvah circuit by storm. But let me clear my throat. You don't know that song? It's no. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Come on. I really don't. Who sings s- it? Make me sound like an idiot. DJ Cool. Is it like a Jewish song? No, it's just it's just a <laughs> song that we love to dance to. Okay, who's we? Like Me and all of my buddies. <laughs> when you were 13? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on. I'm going to play it for you. You're going to know it. Dun, 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 which, oh, I know the song. But that, that's actually cool in the gang. They were sampling. Okay. Cool. I think they were sampling Hollywood swinging. I don't know. Again, we're going to turn this into a music podcast. You're the dead. Because we love music. We love music. But all right. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So clear your throat. I'll let you clear your throat. I did. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and now we can move on. What's up, guys? How's everyone doing? Isn't it like this? Let you clear your throat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, that's give it to me, baby. <laughs> Which, is that the offspring? It is the offspring, Is yeah. that pretty fly for a white uh-huh. guy? Yes. That's what they also called me in Hebrew school. <laughs> but. Oh, stop it. All right. We, we digress. 
<laughs> far too early in the pod to digress. Let's get this thing back on track because for some reason, <laughs> this is a two hour tell all. And for some reason, it's two parts. I have to say, before we dive in, it was awesome. Like, a thinking, lot of people are saying it was great. It was great. I disagree. You know why? Tell Be- me why. Because you look at the, all the episodes, all the most recent episodes, nothing was happening. We all were just like, Rah, can it end already? And then the tell all happened, and it's great. I guess that's why I'm pissed, because I was like, can it end already? And they're like, no. In fact, we're coming back with two tell-alls, two hours each. I like the, how they invited Cold and Vanessa. and. But that's the tell, and we'll get into it. That's the tell of we have nothing to tell. I guess. It's like, oh, we're going to bring people that weren't even on the season. They really, were kind of on the kinda, season. Kind of, kind of. Like Tanya Vanessa, was on the season. I, Vanessa was barely... They're going to bring Mike in next. Oh, and he was, and I'm here right? for it. I'm here for no, it. No, I am too. Oh, I'm so here for it. But they weren't even on the show. It's like, that's how little you have to tell us that you have to bring in other people. So there's something to say. True. But again, I enjoyed it. Okay. We're going to talk about it before we do. Make sure you guys are following us on social media. It's the place to be if you guys want to see our thoughts, our memes, the latest breaking news. If you want to message us. That's where you can message us. Guys, we love when you message us. Talk to us. Tell us your thoughts. Send us your pets. Anything. Anything you want. Anything you want except um, X-rated things. Okay. Those you can just send directly to me. But (laughs) Please don't. uh, (laughs) Otherwise, yeah, send us anything at Married to Reality Pod. Again, for the memes, for the news, it's all there. It's also on Facebook. Just search Married to Reality. You'll find us there. And guys, John's meme game is pretty strong lately. Pretty pretty good. Did my first um, Married at First Sight meme. I know. Which is okay. It's doing okay. I don't think our following, our following is mainly 90 day fans. So it doesn't do as well when we throw out the Married at First Sight meme, but it was pretty good. And I kind of stole from myself because it was a thought I had in the podcast about Mm. Kristen Wiig and Bridesmaids and I just turned it into a meme. And some people liked it. I liked it. I thought it was funny. Well, I, th- I thank you for that. I appreciate Oh, you're that. welcome. All right. Okay. <laughs> so that's Instagram. That's Facebook. Also, make sure you guys are following us wherever you're listening to this podcast. So easy to do. Look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Stepanka's dress because Whoa. her nip was about to slip. Oh, my gosh. I'm very surprised it actually didn't. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very dangerous dress, but she looked great. There and we'll get been, there, there during outfits the segment. It's been a little tape action. I think she had like nippies on it. I think she saw Angela on the last <laughs> season tell all and was like, all I right. was out of control when she showed her boobs. I'll see your boobs and raise you. <laughs> nips. Yeah, it was, woo, that was hot. It was very hot. Okay. So you're following the Instagram, you're following the podcast. One last thing if you haven't left a review, please do. I know a lot of you guys are leaving some reviews, ratings and reviews. Keep them coming. We love it. It means the world to us. It's the nicest thing you can do for us, especially since we're swimming in these shows right now. Up to our eyebrows Mm -hmm. in these shows. Up to Mark the Shark's eyebrows. (laughs) If we want to cross-reference the show. Mark the Shark. So please leave a review if you haven't. It really makes our day. Okay. That is it. That is the housekeeping what a clean house we have right Very now. What a clean house. It means we can get into it. 90 Day Fiance, the single life. Tell all, and I hate that I have to say this, but 
part one. It is. I just hope there are only two parts and no like three parts. There has been a three-parter. Oh, we have been privy to a three-parter. But fingers crossed it's only two parts because I, I can't take much more of this. I can see why they turned it into two parts because a lot had happened and I am excited what's coming next. Sure. However, three parts ah. would have been a stretch. They turned Jennifer and Jesse's fight into three episodes, so never say <laughs> never. Hopefully someone's got snorkeling lessons they have to get to. Otherwise, this thing may go another month. <laughs> I don't know. But let's get into it. How do you want to do this thing? We've never, we've never done a single life tell-all. No, but let's do like the classic tell-all. Let's talk about the arrivals. Okay. And then I'll, I'll impromptu sneak in Alpha's the segment. Okay. My notes, because I didn't know how you wanted to do this, should have discussed, but... I kind of have the kind of have the arrivals and an outfit note because yes, that's what I have too. Because no one really jinx. changed. That's not what a jinx oh. is. <laughs> a jinx is when you say the same oh. thing at the same time, not when you do the same thing at different times. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> so everyone kind of arrived in their outfit, if you will. Some people, yeah. So you take the lead. I want you to take the lead on this, then, and I'll just kind of. Well, let's first talk about the arrivals and then we can talk about the outfits. Let's do it. So, Stepanka arrived first, Mm -hmm. right? She's there. 6 a.m., She lives in New York City, too. Like, she has an apartment in New York. So, she should have showed up last, I feel like. Like, she's there. She could get ready at home if she wants to and take an Uber. True, but I'm also, I feel her. Like, I always try to be early, especially for things I would be nervous about. Okay. You know, she didn't I'm have much to put on. Let's say that, <laughs> right? We'll get that. So Stepanka arrives first. Uh, I do like Stepanka a lot. I like her attitude. She's very herself. She's getting a lot of love for this appearance. Yeah, because whatever you say, you can say things like, oh, I did anal and I did this and that. And some people might be like, whoa. But she's being truth to herself. She she's owning own- it. Yes, and I love it. I love it. Yeah. So she arrives first, then Ste- Stephanie. Natalia arrived mm. at six thirty a.m. I guess she's next. Uh, I don't like Natalie, but we'll talk about <laughs> her later. I'm like seeing her as like. Um, Debbie arrived next. I don't right? feel the need for this roll call. Who cares? Right? They all arrived. Yeah, they all arrived. <laughs> right? Who cares what order they came in? The only thing I'll say about the order is Stepanka came at six. Sinjin came at like eight. Did right? he? Yeah. I know that Natalie came at 6.30. Right. I know. I heard. I heard you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's when I stopped you. I was like, I don't need to know everyone's attendance. When did when did Deb clock in? When did she punch her time card? <laughs> I don't need to know that. But I, just I don't thought, know that, actually. I just thought, how unfair that Stepanka has to get in there at 6 a.m. and Sinjin's coming in at 8. Maybe she didn't have to, but maybe Sinjin... His flight was delayed because he is not in Connecticut anymore. Mm, true. Arizona. Okay. Okay. So they're, they're all there. Yeah. Everyone's there. Outfits? Outfits the segment. Woo! Everyone's Guys. favorite segment. Woo! This is, this is what it started. No. It started during one of the tell-alls. Yes. Yes. Outfits the segment. So let's start with Stepanka. She's wearing a silky beige dress with her boobs out. A silky what dress? Beige. A beige, yeah. Silky beige dress mm-hmm. with her boobs out. I like it. You say silky. Mm-hmm. I almost, and I don't know what the right word is, anagram something. I My note was a very similar 
letter combination, different word. Milky? Slinky. Oh. <laughs> slinky. What does slinky mean? Slinky. How do you how do you define slinky other than another S word, which like I won't sexy? use? Very sexy. Okay. Um Yeah. Not a lot left to the imagination. Slutty. Wasn't gonna use that word. Was not gonna use that word. Listen, sometimes I like to do a little slutty. You sure do. So I'm I, fine with slutty. Feel yourself. As long as it's classy, slutty. And this Ooh. is classy, slutty. Like she looks beautiful. She looks classy. Okay. Yet her boobs are almost out. That's yes. the sluttiness. But hey, I'm here for it. Okay. So that's Stepanka. I'm all thumbs up. Next, Natalia. She's wearing a blue dress that the blue matches her eyes. However, the dress style, I don't like it. It's like weird. So... Yeah, maybe four out of ten stars. Oh, all right. Thumbs up for the color. I think the color suits her well. Okay, let me give you an overall, not even an outfits the segment, appearance the segment. Okay. She always looks so much better, and I'll say good. I find her attractive in, in these situations. During the tell-alls, you know, she looks, she can really put herself together. I also think those are the makeup artists there. Who Fair enough, because we saw hair. we saw Natalie attempt makeup yeah. on the season yeah. of Happy her hair and makeup looked great. Like I she, like her she, hair like she that. looked pretty. Yeah, the dress wasn't really it, but oh well. Okay. I don't think Natalie is like a fashion icon. Well, she wants to be a model. Yes. Moving on to Debbie. Hello, Debbie. She's rocking a deep beige blouse <laughs> with black pie pants, and yeah. her boobs are also out. So she's like showing off her butterfly. I was going to say, she was letting that butterfly fly. fly. Yeah. <laughs> jinx. A, that's a right? jinx. That's a jinx. So okay. no, now you're not going to talk because I jinxed you. I'm jinx. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Let that butterfly free. Let it get some air. Show yes. it off. So her boobs are out and she's looking fly for her. Mm-hmm. For her age, I have to say. Absolutely. I mean, my grandma would never show her boobs. Like that. And, and no one's complaining <laughs> about that, you know? No one's really ever saying, I wish Babichka would show a little more boob. Yeah. Love that outfit, Babichka. Wish she showed a little more breast. <laughs> I don't think anyone's clamoring for that around the Czech Republic. Yeah. No, for sure not. Then Jesse and Jennifer, they look very posh. And mm. I'm like, I'm a sucker for turtlenecks. So I do like Jesse's outfit. Jesse looked like he was ready for a night at the Roxbury. I wish there was like a big, slim dog next to him. Oh, right. He did have like an evil vibe. You know, those like him. fancy slim dogs yeah. with like long hair. I can like see him totally. just like sitting there and just like petting the dog. Totally. Right? Was, yeah. Like putting his pinky finger up to the side of his mouth. Yeah. Having that, the glasses that's just like the one. A monocle? Yeah. Like a monocle. Mm. Okay. I can see that. But Jennifer looked beautiful. I love the Great. dress. Yep. I need the dress for a wedding we're going to attend. I was looking at something similar. Like okay. similar color and stuff. So run it by me. We'll they see. looked great. They looked great. Okay. And then Sean, looking great as always. Freaking vampire over here. Beautiful. Pink is not my favorite color, but it looks good on Sean. Okay. With her complexion, beautiful. Love it. And then a real quick, cold. I don't even know what he was wearing because his goatee just throw, throws a, me off. He looks like a billy goat. <laughs> yeah. I think he had a bowl of like screws he was eating. I have to say, Vanessa's mint overall was very nice. I thought okay. she looked very pretty. Okay. And Tanya, Tanya knows that she can rock red. 
That's her color. That's her color. Put on a she bold lip. It. Put on a bold lip. That's her color. Here she comes. Same thing with the complexion. It's just beautiful. Like, yeah. I can. I don't wear red because it doesn't go mm-hmm. with me. Yeah. I can pull off red, red orange. Eh? Okay. Color. All right. But Tanya knows what's up, and she's like, "All right, all right, let me get back at Sinjin to show him what he lost." Yeah. And that's pretty of, much it. No, you skipped Sinjin. Oh, yeah. I thought okay. you were skipping him because Jennifer nailed. Or no, it was Stepanka. No, Stepanka. I was going to say. Stepanka nailed. She's like, Sinjin yeah. looks like he just graduated from Yale. Yeah, which couldn't have said it better ourselves. He did look like um like a guy trying to enter fraternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he had that prep school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. That's it. That's off the segment. That's off the segment. Nothing too crazy. Do you have an award? Should we like give an, a, away an award to someone? Best, think, best dress, worst dress, maybe? Yes. Okay, let's do that. Okay, I'm putting you on the spot, so I feel no, a little No, that's fine. Okay. I think best dress, I have to say Jesse. Wow. I really liked his vibe. So you want to see me in something similar? Hey, if you can pull off the turn, like, I think you can because you're slim and tall. Mm-hmm. I think you would look awesome. Okay. I'll, get you that, I'll get you that hairy, skinny dog. Okay, wow. Best dress <laughs> goes to Jesse. Okay. All right. And wow. worst dressed, and I don't even count Cole because I just forgot about yes. him. Yes. I just. We're just happy he's wearing clothes. So. Yes. Points to him. I have to say, I really did not like Natalie's dress. Okay. All right. And I'm not going to lie. It's probably the one dress I can't even picture. So I'm with you. Didn't leave a lasting impression. Again, I'm going to say high five for the color. She can rock blue mm. because of her blue eyes. Yeah. Beautiful it's eyes. just the dress didn't fit her. It was like a weird cut. That's okay. it. Okay. All right. All there right. you go. We've given out our accolades. Cheers. Cheers to that. Well, let's move on. They head to set. Sean does her thing. She goes around, right? She checks in with everyone, mm-hmm. asks Natalie how Florida is. Apparently, Natalie found peace, happiness, and something else. Wait for it until she gets her ass deported. Well, that's not, I was going to say spoiler alert, but we don't know if that's. No, no, I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. I want to see the drama. Okay. Okay. So then Sean's like, all right, we have Jesse and Jennifer. And it cuts to them and they're just licking each other's faces. Make out session, literally. On TV, on TV, on TV, on TV. It was Inception. (laughs) It was Inception. Contraception, Inception, Interception. It was unnecessary. And you know you're on TV, folks. It's not like, oh, my God, wait, what? Oh, I didn't know you guys were here. There's a camera pointing at you. You know you're on TV. Why are we doing this? They have people there, too. I'm we don't sure. see it all. No, we saw the producers. Oh, okay. They were fixing fixing something on Jesse during one of the breaks. What are we doing here? Like, if they're not, they're definitely going to go do couples only fans. I don't think they need to. I think, they, I think based on what Jesse's saying, he can throw... The idea out there that he has money, which I don't like, that he does. I think he does. I'm pretty sure he does. They have money? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But I'm saying he flexes a little too much. Sure. He's a man of luxury. Yes. Loves luxury. I'm talking about his own specific comment that we're going to get to. It's about Debbie. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's oh, he, what, he like, basically took his checkbook out. Yeah. And was like, who needs a loan? So that grabbed me the wrong way. Um, but hey. If you're doing great, good for you, dude. They're in Cancun, Mexico. Right. They're loving it. I guess vacationing, maybe. 
doing something for sure. He listed off all the places he has real estate, and I don't think he said Mexico. <laughs> so they must be renting or in a hotel. Yeah, we'll we'll get to them too. Uh, it's it's interesting. But okay. I'm, I'm happy to see them working out. I can see them together. Love, love. Mm-hmm. Love, love. Okay. Stepanka, she says she's had a big awakening in her life, a special kind of awakening. Since she was with Fred. Was his name Fred? You're right said Fred. <laughs> I'm too sexy. You know that song, don't you? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Sexy? Okay. Um, so a special kind of awakening. We'll, we'll definitely learn all about that later. And then Sinjin learns Tanya will be joining them and he crosses himself and he says, I still love her. She's a big part of my life. I'm almost curious if they're going to end up back together. I don't think so. I really don't. And I said it when we were covering the season. I said, once he makes a clean break and he gets out there and he sees what else is possible for him, I don't think he's looking back. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. You're entitled to your opinion. Let's start with Dirty D. Dirty. This was a big segment. D. Okay. Let me just start with this. Why didn't they talk at all? Capitals A-T space A-L-L at all about her dates. I know. That's what this season was about. And that's why I'm pissed at this tell-all because we watched her go on dates with Jay. We watched her go on dates with Bill. Some of them had secrets. Some of them ghosted her. Right. There was a lot to tell and they didn't bring it up. So I think they're going to. Part two? Yes. Did they preview that? I didn't see, but I would exactly. hope. I would hope. Like, I want to know what happened with Jay and what happened with, what's his name? Bob? The Jedi Chase we loved? Bill. I think. Maybe. Like, I want to know. They better bring it up. They better bring one of them in. Bring them in. I guess that's true. I. I'm telling myself this is only a one-part tell-all, but I guess I have to face the music and the reality that it's two parts so they could dig into this next time. But that's what we saw. You guys, it's the single life. You went on dates. There's things you should talk about. Oh, where are you now? Are you still seeing them? Are you still talking to them? Even if it's no, let's just touch on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Okay, so hopefully they do. But this entire segment was about... Colt and Vanessa. It wasn't even about Deb, really. Well, it was. It was about Colt, Vanessa, and Debbie. It's about their relationship, the tricycle. Because we learned something that I kind of thought of before, but I never, we never knew it. I thought that Vanessa and Debbie are like besties. They get along so well, right? Mm-hmm. We learned a lot of like behind the scenes of them actually living together. And Colt said it many times before on other seasons, like oh, all my relationships always ended because of my mother. Sure. Because the girls cannot just take it, right? But then he met Vanessa and then she was getting along with Deb so much. Well, but, but yeah. so this was a bombshell for me. This was an absolute bombshell because I thought they're freaking happy together no, or I mean, at least have a great relationship we saw we saw on the show that they were moving out that was their whole goal was well, to yeah. move out so you know they weren't gonna live like the i don't know who lives together i was gonna say three's company just because it's three but they weren't gonna <laughs> live in one house for the rest of their lives they wanted to get out they wanted to spread their wings they wanted to fly away or get a house that has like a little tiny house in the backyard for deb 
either way, they weren't like, this is working out. We should never split up. The three musketeers, the three amigos, <laughs> right? Like they wanted to get out. And we learned that someone got out. Mm-hmm. Vanessa got out. But that's not surprising to me. I'm, I'm surprised you were so shocked. I was shocked because I can see how they are on top of each other because their house is small. But I could see them having a slightly bigger house when Debbie has her own space, having a living babysitter. Yeah, but you come on. You got to grow up. You got to get off That's the nip. True. I know That's true. I know Deb's putting those nips out there, but you got to get off the nip. <laughs> and maybe that's why she is putting them out there. She's like, "Cole, you don't you come on, you don't want to leave these, do you? You don't You don't want to leave these, do you, Cole? I got a butterfly. I got your favorite insect tattooed here too, so you never have to leave. Okay, I got another breast if you want me to put like a ninja turtle on it or something. Don't leave, Mommy. Well, don't leave, mommy. I see. You. Okay, I see your point. You know, getting a little like, gross. I see your point. Grow up and move out, and I'm not surprised that this was a point of contention or stress. Um, but okay, let's talk a little bit more about the dating because Cole is like my mom didn't put enough effort into it. He really wanted her to get out there and date. Yeah, he's like she's been on like three days the past year, which is like. I think we've seen all of them. Maybe. Yeah. We saw three. Well. If that's three. Yeah. Then we saw them all. But again, this is a 69, seven-year-old woman. She doesn't need to go out there every weekend and get her heart broken. We saw pretty unsuccessful dates. I wish she listened to the podcast and just joined like a bingo club. Right. And just meet people your age. Randomly during doing doing an activity you all enjoy. Yeah. Or I, something. Sinjin kept offering to go on dates with Deb. And at first I was like, oh, I think Sinjin's joking. And then he kept saying it. And I was like, I think he's got a thing for butterflies. Well, well, then we got deep. Okay. We got deep. Yes. Some throwbacks to the fight in San Diego with Audrey, right? Yep, the, uh, that tense road trip. And apparently the argument was about that Debbie cannot do anything by herself. She just needs cold for everything. She goes to cold for everything, cold this, cold do that, cold drive me there. She just expects him to do everything for her. And I take issue with this a little bit because do you really want your seven-year-old mom traveling five hours alone to San Diego to go on a date? Because Colt was pissed, like, I drove you, I went to San Diego with you. And it's like, wait, so you want your mom to go by herself to a different city and meet a strange man? No, I would not want my mom to go anywhere. But when he said that when he was driving her to San Diego, Vanessa was actually home alone pregnant. Yes. And he said, I felt bad leaving my newly pregnant wife home alone. I couldn't tell mom at that point. So she was like, you have to drive me. That's, and so he did. And I, I, as much as I dislike cold, I did feel bad for him. Okay. So this is an interesting conversation to have because I totally get his anxiety leaving his pregnant wife. Mm-hmm. He wants to be with her. But now he's getting upset with his mom for making him go, for making him drive. But she doesn't know the situation. So he's acting as if, oh, she knows everything. And she's still making me go. It's like, no, in her mind, 
It's Colt. It's Vanessa. Whatever. Come on, drive me. She doesn't have all the facts, but Colt's acting as though she does. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's completely fair. He should have just said, hey, here's the situation, mom. Yeah, but it sounded like they were waiting to tell Debbie for whatever reasons. Right, because I think the cracks were starting to show in this threesome, in this thruple. And they're like, well, if we tell her it's going to, she won't let us hear the end of it. She'll have something to say. She'll weigh in. She'll want to name the baby. She'll want the baby to suck on her nipples for milk. Like, who knows what's going to happen if we tell her. So we're going to keep it a secret for now. But then don't get mad at her for making you go on this road trip when you want to stay at home with your pregnant wife if she doesn't know she's pregnant. I think the issue is that she expects Skull to do everything for her. And maybe that's where this frustration is coming from because the next thing that happened was just Cold yelling at her like, when are you going to move out? Right. Apparently Debbie's moving in with Audrey, but she has to wait a little mm. for whatever reasons, which I thought, where does Audrey live? I don't her? know. Maybe she lives with her daughter. Who knows? <laughs> I just think they're getting angry at each other, but they put themselves into this situation. It wasn't like Debbie made Colt do all this stuff for her for the last 30 years and that's why they ended up this way. They were doing it to each other. I'm asking for you to help me out and you help me out and then vice versa. I'm going to ask you to help me out. And they did it for each other because they did have some family trauma, right? Dad died. They ended up coming together, living together, helping each other out. And you've used the term before. I don't know if... I want to say barnacle, but it's not a barnacle. You talk about the whale and sucking onto the whale. Oh, oh, yeah, those little fish. Right. So it's like they're, they're just like riding the whale. Right. They're doing that to each other. Mm. And so it's not just one party holding the other person back or down. They're doing it to each other. And so they both need to wake up and be like, you know what? We're both adults. Yeah. I think what happened is that. Cole's dad passed away. Debbie was lost. Cole was sad. He's the only child. So he was there for her, right? But she yes. got used to it. And he never said no. Now He, he never said no. Yeah. He now should have said no. However, 18 years later or whatever, and he's still there. But now somehow he grew some balls. So now he started saying no. Now he started saying, right. I can't take it anymore. Because now he does have a wife who can't take it anymore either. And I think his frustrations from the past X amount of years, just all came into this moment when he just exploded. Right. But I guess that's what I'm trying to say is Vanessa is saying, oh, Debbie relies on him, uses him, always calls him. And yes, but because Colt allowed that to happen for so many years, it's not just Deb's fault. Colt facilitated this. Colt enabled this. It's definitely the two of them. And Vanessa, speaking of Vanessa, she steps in and she says that, you know, Colt is very dependent. I mean, Debbie is very dependent on yeah. Colt, that it's crazy. Yeah. It, the whole thing was really sad. And it did a 180 from, I think, what we all thought the relationship was. Under Deb's breath, she's like, I wish he and his wife moved far, far, far away. Like, they were so simpatico. They were so tight. And now it seems like they can't stand each other. Yeah. They'll get over it, but... What happened also was that Debbie got pissed and stormed off, mm-hmm. started saying that she's not coming back if Colt is there. Apparently, she's the one who pays bills because Colt doesn't work. She said some crazy things too. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. The whole thing was yeah, sad. So, so sad. Takes, but, yeah, just first to storm off. First to storm off the tell-all, mm-hmm. which you love to see a storm off. But this was a heartbreaking storm off. It was. But she comes back. She cools down. She yeah. comes back. And then the bombshell. Vanessa moved out. And the way they said it, they said, we're separated. Right. Which I think, I don't know if it was a play on, okay, let's spice it up for everyone. Or if it was just a poor use of words. Right. She could have said, we live separately. Yeah. But we're still together. We're still Right. And I saw all the headlines before we watched this episode. And it was like, Colt and Vanessa split. Or Colt and Vanessa separate. And it's like, bombshell, tell all. And it's like, wait, what? They're divorced? And then you watch this and it's like, no. They're still well, together. They're still happily married, it seems. They're just unhappy with Deb. Well, for about five minutes, I thought they separated. I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. Like, I saw them together. I know that I'm not the biggest fan of Colt. Right. Somehow I do see him with Vanessa. So I was like, oh, that sucks. But apparently she moved out three weeks ago because she couldn't stand Debbie. But they're still together. They're still married. And she would be willing to move back if Debbie leaves. So here's my question. Where did she move to? Mm. And why wouldn't Colt just move there? Maybe she moved with Audrey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, once once Vanessa packs her shit, I'll move in with Audrey. Yeah, because I was like, okay, Vanessa clearly found somewhere to live. Yeah. Can finance that. Or maybe someone's just letting her sleep on yeah, the couch. Yeah, maybe a but, friend or she has a family member. Who knows? But then, yeah, I'm just like, well, then Colt, you just go wherever Vanessa went. But I think deep down, Colt feels responsible for Debbie. They can be fighting or whatever. Yeah. But she's still his older mom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we find out that this separation has taken place. And the question is, what was the breaking point? What led to this? And it was Vanessa's miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And this is our first sadness, the segment, because Vanessa is in tears. Right, mm-hmm. reliving this trauma. And you see Colt trying to console her, and that's that's where you saw there is love here. Yeah. And then they hugged it out and he basically sat closer yeah. next to her, so and hugged her, like rubbed her arm his arm around her. So you could see that they are still married and they confront confront. <laughs> they told us later, so we know they are. But yeah. this was those Five minutes in between, I was in shock. Right, right. So Jesse chimes in, trying to play therapist. Ah. I guess he's, he's dressed, you know, he's, mm. he needs his pipe. And he's trying he needs to, his dog. He's trying to play therapist and he's like, so now that your mom is dating, do you think you can break free, Colt? Like, do you think now that your mom is busy with other men, maybe you can go live your own life? And Colt's like, if I block my mom, she'll find a way to contact me. I can migrate to a third world country and my mom will find me. She'll ask, where am I staying? And is there room for me? <laughs> right. And this is where Ed chimes in trying Ooh. trying to relate to Colt with the whole mom situation. And he's like, maybe you can support her more and help her try to find a man. And Colt loses his Shit. Absolutely. He's like, shut the fuck up. I'm 36 and my entire life has been supporting her. Shut the fuck up, you fake piece of shit. I was like, what? 
Like, what? we're that four minutes in, folks. Like, was crazy. And I think Cold just hates Ed because of the last tello and everything. some bad blood between and I have Ed to and say, Deb. I could see Ed trying to, because now he's a better person. He went to therapy yeah. for six months. Yeah, so okay. he's trying to smooth things over. Cold is not having it. Cold is like, fuck you. Like, he went you from zero to a million. I don't know. Oh, if he, was, did. he did. I don't know if it's bad editing or if it's bad temper, but. How did, both, you, but. <laughs> how did you go? Like, I felt like we missed something. I really felt like, I think we rewound it. I'm we like, did, wait, yeah. what? How did this transpire out he of nowhere? lost his shit. It was scary. Yeah. It was a little scary seeing him go that aggressive at someone. You know what's funny? If you think back at the cult who picked up uh, Larissa at the airport without flowers, he was this like blob that he's just like, <laughs> like... There was nothing to him, right? Yeah. He was trying to like be nice and sweet to Vanessa, to Larissa. And then over over the next couple of seasons, he just turned into this with his big ass goatee. Yeah. Not the best look. Not the best look. And he, I don't want to say he got out of his shell, but he definitely grew a pair of balls. Definitely grew a goatee. <laughs> It's about the only thing I'm positive that he grew. <laughs> so Debbie collects herself. She gets back on set. She's like, you can get the hell off. I asked you to come here and support me, but instead you embarrass me. Ah. And Cole, he's trying to apologize, but Debbie doesn't want to hear it. So Sean jumps in, brings up the miscarriage and how living with Deb has affected the relationship. And Vanessa's like, yep, yeah, a lot of stress. A lot of stress living together and would the baby live in that house too? She's wondering like how would that all work and that's stressing her out and it's sad. You wonder, I'm not a doctor, I don't know how miscarriages work, but I imagine stress is not good No, on a pregnant woman. Yeah, you're right. And did living in this house, did living in this toxic environment play a part in this? I was going to say it and then I decided not to because I didn't know how to word it, but you got it. Yeah. You got the point across guys, right. I, guys, I don't know. Yeah, right? no, I'm, this is, I was, I was speculating, but. I'm pleading my ignorance here. I don't know, but I know stress is not good on anybody. No. Stress can cause physical pain. Stress, oh, absolutely. Stress can cause disease. Stress can cause pain, right? Stress can cause a whole host of things. Mm -hmm. And so I can't imagine a pregnant woman with this amount of stress, right? This seems yeah. so stressful, right? You can see, and, and maybe that's why Colt turned on a dime like that. That's how stressed out these people are, is that one little thing and he is losing his shit. Mm -hmm. That's the level of stress mm -hmm. we're dealing with. So I just wondered, sadly, did this environment contribute at all? Yeah, that's a good thought. I did have that thought too. So I'm glad you brought it up. Whatever yeah. happened, it happened. It's very sad, but I'm hoping that they can try again and be successful. Sure. And Sean asks Vanessa if you'll move back if Debbie leaves and Vanessa says yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's still love there. They're still together. Fuck those clickbaity websites because mm -hmm. you're trying to make us believe they divorced and they didn't. But okay, so... They go to commercial break. Deb and Vanessa keep arguing. Colt just stands up and leaves. And Deb's like, I've been trying to talk to Colt for weeks. He won't talk to me. 
And Vanessa's like, let him go. Got to let him be on his own. And Deb says, I'm trying. So mad. This is such a messy situation. It's such a mess. And you (sighs) skipped the crazy part that I was judging Jesse for. Basically, Debbie started yelling, I'm trying to get away from Cole, but I just cannot afford an apartment or something. And so she goes like, I just need a couple of thousands to get out. And Jesse couple of thousands? Yes. We can help. Yeah, well, it's only it's a matter like, of a couple dude, of thousand. Solve dude, this right now. That's so... Like, honestly, if that's your intention, you want to help Debbie, do it quietly. Right. Maybe shoot her a DM like, hey, Deb, yeah. if you want, I can help you out. <laughs> Flexing it like this on TV, the way he said it, it's literally like, bro, like we see that you travel, like you do have somebody flexing it like this. That's not, it's that's a little, not cool. That's a little gross, yeah. But everything there, he's with the kissing, with the licking of the faces, with the money offer. Yeah, it's all this show. Mm-hmm. He's a luxurious man. The man of luxury. So much luxury. Yeah. Okay. That's Deb. Ooh-ah! That was that was a see. crazy segment. Let's see if there's a part two. Let's see if there's a part two. I, there has to be. There ha- they have to talk about the dates. You have to talk about the dates. Right? That was the single fucking life. It's a single fucking life. Okay. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. Let's keep this thing going. Let's move on to Sinjin. Sinjin. He's in the hot seat next. Mm -hmm. And right on cue in walks Tanya. Speaking of hot, because she does look really good. She looks good, but she turns me off immediately when she says... This is not Sinjin's single life journey. Uh. <laughs> this is our separation journey. Well, it's kind of true. If you if if you go back and think of all the episodes, that was just Sinjin trying to leave Tanya. It's true. He went on one date. It's like, true. And that was my big issue with his segment mm-hmm. was half of it was him and Tanya. It was like half of their season was happily ever after question mark. And then I was like, no, single life. So it just rubbed me the wrong way that I felt like you're trying to make it about you, Tanya. The title of the show is not the separation journey. <laughs> it's the single life. Well, and that's why I think that they might get back together because if he was on the single life trying to separate with Tanya for freaking seven episodes and then went on one date that they didn't even kiss the girl, right? Yeah. I almost feel like, that's maybe a plan. Like, hey, let's take yeah. a break. Let's make some money. But let's see if we can live without each other. But let's see. And I, I feel like they'll get back together. I disagree. I just don't think the single life is conducive to dating and finding someone. Like everyone that's been successful on this show, and there really hasn't been, I guess, Jesse and Jennifer, they didn't meet on the single life. It wasn't a date on the single life. They yeah. had been dating and then they started to film it. True. You're not going to meet your life partner on the single life. True. Same for Colin and Vanessa. Like they were on the was, single life. Yeah. Same with oh, Ed. Last season. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Tanya's there. She's crying already at craft services. It's a mess. Sean turns to Sinjin, asks about Phoenix, and he's like, being out of Connecticut, having a fresh start, makes me happy. I got a sense of adventure. I feel good. Only thing I miss about married life, splitting the rent. Wait, <laughs> did Sinjin say that? Yeah, you missed it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Jesse, so was lo- Jesse was like, oh, if it's only a matter of a couple thousand, <laughs> we can solve that right now. 
Yeah, no, he really did say. Jesse, the piggy bank. That's all he misses is someone to split the rent. Well, I guess maybe they are not meant to be. <sighs> no, I don't think so. So Sean goes, well, there's two sides to every separation journey. So it's only fair we hear from Tanya. And Tanya walks out. And I, I do believe he finds her attractive. Yeah. Right? He's he's a little excited to see her. Um, so he's like, oh, yeah, I'm speechless. You're so beautiful. You're looking beautiful. Yeah. And Sean's like, I'm wondering if either of you regret breaking off this relationship, right? I see how attracted you guys are to each other. Do you regret it? And Tanya goes, Sinjin doesn't regret anything. Well, and then Sinjin says... I'm already divorced in my mind, and Tanya agreed with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I really don't think they're right for each other. We know they're not soulmates. Okay, apparently we, we learned that very early. Apparently, and I don't think they have much to keep them together except maybe some passionate sex, and they go halves on the rent. <laughs> and you could find out with almost anyone, I guess. So I I don't see them getting back together. But he does think about the relationship. He wonders if we could have done things differently. But at the end of the day, he says, I think we called it off at the right time. They all feel pretty good about this decision, the separation. Well, we'll see. Right. So then Deb asks a great question. One, I think we were all wondering when we saw Tanya was in town. You guys still sleep together? I don't know why I went Southern on that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I went Are, deep your, south. Is that your Nevada accent? Yeah. She she asked, do you still sleep together when you're around each other? <laughs> and surprisingly, they don't. I kind of thought maybe they would creep over to the other person's well, hotel room. and. I don't think they are really seeing each other. I think this no, is the... But uh, th- that's what she means. Is oh, we're in New York. You guys gotcha. are in New York. You guys going to meet up? Did you guys meet up last night and bang it out? And mm. apparently not. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, I could mm-hmm. see them doing that. Yeah. So then Sean asks Tanya what she does for work. Yeah, she, she had what you've been up to. She said, you know, a little bit of bartending here and there. Mm-hmm. And um, contract jobs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I mean, that doesn't sound very lucrative. Um, and you're not splitting the rent with anyone now. So she's selling foot pigs. Or at oh, least she's trying she's to. Try, she's dipping her toe mm-hmm. into the foot game. <laughs> Don't put it in then. <laughs> yeah, she hasn't started yet, but she wants to. And this is where Stepanka jumps in. And Teresa hates when Jesse talks money. But for some reason, Teresa loves Stepanka this episode. So how do you feel when she shared with everyone, I became a millionaire last year? Well, it was kind of uh, in the in the middle of the conversation. Like Tanya said... Tanya basically throw it at her saying, you know, it's a good gig, good money. Just ask Shipanka. Yeah. Shipanka said, well, yes, I <sighs> became a millionaire last year by selling pics of my body and things in jars. I saw Natalie open a can of beans right there. <laughs> Natalie's like, oh, a million? You can get a million I think Natalie is absolutely shocked by this whole oh. thing, by Shipanka in general. Yeah. Natalie, she is the woman of fate. Faith? Faith or in faith. the Lord. Yeah. I think Stepanka, whatever she does, everything she does yeah. is literally against all Natalie's beliefs. I, I don't know. She was celibate. 
If you forgot. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. She was saving herself. We'll get there. I think that's when Natalie got really shocked. So Debbie's like, I saw the advertisements for that. How do you, how do you even do that? And Sinjin's like, this is my segment, guys. Everyone <laughs> calm down. This is my segment. And so they start talking about that tearful goodbye. We all remember that tearful goodbye. I love you. I love you too, baby. Sinjin could jar and sell his tears. <laughs> there was enough to probably become a millionaire mm -hmm. off that. Yeah. And so they roll the tape. They show everyone bawling in that picture in picture on the bottom of the screen when they're mm -hmm. playing back that scene. And they cut to Natalie stone cold, not a tear, not uh, no sadness in her face. Probably still thinking about how she can make a million selling <laughs> fart, right? She was like not faced at all zero emotion. Yeah. I think Natalie is an interesting person. I think she gets emotional when it comes to her and I don't use this word lightly, but I think Natalie is very selfish. Oh, yeah. I don't think she can really connect to you other people's stories. don't use that stories. word lightly? I don't say selfish. I sell shellfish for you're fun sometimes. You're throwing around the S word at the top of the show. Like, what do you mean? You're like, slut. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think if it's used that's right. A, that's a way worse accusation than calling someone selfish. Shellfish. <laughs> no, but I was saying the way I used the word slut was fun. Like I like to wear a slutty top sometimes. Why not? Like okay. let the girls hang out. Let the girls breathe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You don't put that butterfly in a jar. Let it so, out. So, but that is slutty classy. That's what I was saying. Like it's just slutty what? Classy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's Stepanka. She owned it. She okay. was great. Got it. So <laughs> cut back. They're crying. Sinjin and Tanya are both crying. Sinjin gets up and hugs Tanya. And Tanya's just like, I don't want to get up in these shoes. They hurt my feet. And I'm glad she clarified that because when she walked out on set, I thought she was going to break an ankle. She was walking <laughs> so like gingerly. I was like, what's going on here? Well, she also, she was in that car accident and she had uh, the yeah. broken foot for a while. Well, maybe don't ankle. wear those shoes. True. Right? You got to look flashy on TV. Yeah. So then Stepanka's like, I related so much to your love story. I related to it so much when you said you were splitting up. It really affected me. And they cut to Natalie and Natalie goes, I don't believe they really break up. She's not buying it. Yeah. Well, Natalie, whatever. She's only worried about <laughs> herself. Yeah. So Tanya goes, there's love. It's just not compatible. And relationships are built on more than love. And that, that's true. That was, yeah, that was very wise of young, of young Tanya to say. I was impressed to hear that. Yes. And then we learned Sinjin was a bit bored with Tanya. Wasn't happy with the level of partying, the level of drinking. Just wasn't enough for Sinjin. But she was trying to do things for him. She tried to drink more when he was bored. <laughs> Yeah, so that's healthy. So much love. That's the sign of a healthy relationship. <laughs> it's like, babe, you're bald. Bald. You're bald. Let's get hammered. Yeah. So then Stepanka says she doesn't think you should have to change for a relationship, but people do change as they get older. And Sinji goes, yeah, you know what? Simple solution. You don't need to change. Just get a chick. Get a chick that does all that with you. 
That's a good suggestion. It's a good That's suggestion. That's a good suggestion. Bad, poor choice of words, I would say. <laughs> Get a slut. Get a slut that'll do that stuff with you. That's what Teresa would say. Please. So Stepanka's like, if you love someone, you can compromise. And I think this is the first time I agreed with Stepanka. Because um, compromise is important. Yeah, of course. Compromise is important. And Tanya feels like Sinchin, he's a bit of uh, two two people in one. Probably a little Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde going on here. Is he? Well, that's what she says. He He loves so hard. He loves so hard and so much. But he's also very selfish. I wouldn't call Sinjin selfish. I would just call him a free spirit that he just doesn't care. He just wants to do whatever he wants and wants to be with someone who accepts him the way he is. Yeah, but that could definitely be selfish. If you're just doing what you want, that's kind of the definition of selfish. True, unless you find someone who's on the same horse. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, like, not at all, actually. You're riding on the same horse. Like, you're on the same level. Oh, okay. You don't uh, like my comparison? No. Um, okay, <laughs> let's wrap this segment up. Sean asks about the letter he gave Tanya. Basically, just said he loves her. I'll always love her. And Sinjin's like, but did you forget about the stones? Did you forget about the protection stones? I also gave her those. Come on, give me some credit for the stones. And Tanya's like, yeah, speaking of those stones... I bought those stones. You re-gifted the stones that I bought to me for the wedding. <laughs> what kind of gift is that? He's like, shit. Shit. <laughs> and that's their segment. I wonder if they, they'll go back to them because, again, maybe we want to hear from, what's her face? The blonde? The oh, blonde? You think I remember? Yeah. Come on. Covering 1,900 shows. <laughs> Isn't there a show called 19 Kids and Counting? I think we're doing 19 shows and counting. I think there is something like a ridiculous amount of kids and counting. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about Stepanka. Okay. Oh, this was probably my favorite segment. Uh, I don't know. Stepanka and Debs. Gems. Uh, Gems. So, obviously, Sean asks about Stephanie's celibacy journey. And apparently it's going amazing. Stepanka's fallen in love with herself, her body, and it's been an amazing journey. Good for her. You go, girl. You go. For sure. And Stepanka kind of reveals that we all know that she's bisexual. She's attracted to both men and women equally when it comes to the sexuality. However, when it comes to relationships... She thinks she needs a man because women are too emotional hmm. for her to be in a relationship. I don't know what to say about this because I've only been in a relationship with a man, aka with you. Mm-hmm. But I guess women are more emotional. Yeah, I don't get down with generalizations no. or stereotypes. So I'm sure, Stepanka, you could find a woman who's got a more masculine energy. True. However you want to define that because there are men who don't have the ma- most masculine energy, right? Very true. So I don't get down with that whole thing, but sure. If she says, I want to be in a relationship with a man, that I completely understand. And I guess that's what she's doing because we'll get to that. First, Stepanka it's kind of like talking about her social media and how she portrays herself as this like confident and sexual girl. But deep down, 
she is a little shy and she wants someone who sees her for what she actually is, not just as the social media persona that she portrays to be. And that was the whole issue with her and Erica. Yes. Was that Erica had this idea, and rightfully so, Yeah. of here's this woman selling herself online, very sexual. Being wild. Very comfortable with herself. And then when it comes to be face-to-face, she doesn't even want to take a bath or she doesn't mm-hmm. even want to kiss. And so it can be confusing. Good for Stepanka for putting it out there now. Now we've all seen, listen, this is what I do online, but it's not who I am in person. She's separating business from pleasure. She's mm-hmm. separating church and state, her job from her personal life. And it can be confusing, but she's making it clear. So they start talking about her date with her stylist, Stephanie. And this is what I'm here for. Let's talk about the dates you went on. So this was pretty quick because long story short, Stephanie ghosted her. Yeah. And Stepanka doesn't think she is even bisexual. She thought she was bi-curious. Bi-curious. Yes. Which... It's fine. You can oh, explore Who cares? You explore. But it was the thought I had as well because... She was married to a man. Yes. Right? We knew Stephanie was married to a man. They divorced very recently. Mm-hmm. It was something we talked about on an earlier episode. It's like, wow, you divorced very, very recently. And now, yeah, you're curious. You're going out there. You're trying things out. You're seeing what makes you happy. Apparently, Stepanka didn't make her happy. And the saddest part of the whole thing? <laughs> Got to find a new stylist. Oh, yeah. It's so tough. If once you find someone you like. Mm. Well, as I, Deb, fe- I feel for Stepanka. I feel as, for her. As Deb said, you don't shit where you eat. I get that. You I know, guess. Far in, in a jar where you eat. <laughs> Just don't shit there. So then we get the big question. Sean asked the big one. The, the, the question we were all tuned in to hear the answer to. Have you or have you not? Lost your celibacy. Mm-hmm. Drum roll. Get ready, folks, for a new segment called Sex the Segment. For sure. Because not even that she lost her celibacy, but the way she <laughs> lost it. She lost all of her celibacies. She lost it all. So She was like a newborn. New, oh <laughs> she was boy. like reborn. Oh, boy. Reborn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Reborn. All right. <laughs> She met someone online. They talked for months. She flew to Paris, a beautiful hotel, a beautiful Parisian hotel, like the movies, folks. And that's where she lost her celibacy. And she drops the S word saying he's a soulmate material. Mm. Like She Mm. thinks he's her soulmate. Tanya was shooting daggers at her as soon as she said soulmate. Or be like, girl... You found, you found it. You found it. Don't let it go. So apparently that's important. Well, let's to talk, have a soulmate. Let's talk about this soulmate because it's apparently a very sexually adventurous person. I'm very open-minded because he knows she's bisexual. So if per se she just wants to be with a girl too, he's open to some threesomes I mean, and this, some fun. It doesn't sound like the worst situation for this man because there are some ground rules. And it seems like they all go his way, which is, I'm, I, I don't know if he's straight or not, but the threesomes are just with women. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's going to be involved with two women. 
Stepanka is down for anything because, as she says, we met and it only took an hour to get in the shower <laughs> and do all of the positions. And I saw I saw Dirty D lean in. Dirty D, Dirty D was like, all the positions? Like, well, what are all the positions? All of them. Anal, vaginal, oral. It was nuts. Yep, that's all of them. I think that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all of them. Yeah. And we are sex positive here. Do you get yours? We want you to have fun out there. Be safe, but have fun. But I thought I was sick of hearing Stepanka talk about her celibacy. I wish she was talking about her celibacy. Yeah, I don't need to hear about her anal and vaginal and oral. I just don't. This was a lot, but it was the best sex ever. She felt like she didn't have sex until now. <laughs> that's, that's the rebirth. Reborn. Yeah. And Jennifer is just like Parisians, such good lovers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right on character for them. And so Natalie, of course, is like, but does he want kids? Oh, my gosh. Shut I, up, Natalie. I know he gave you the pleasure of a lifetime. You you were gushing like the fountain at Caesar's Palace, but does he want kids? And Stepanka doesn't even feel like, she doesn't even think about kids. She's like, I'm off my meds. I just have my sex drive back. I just want to travel and have sex and have fun. I don't think of serious stuff right now. And that's good. As no. she should. She should enjoy herself because she found herself. Mm -hmm. So yeah. enjoy it, Natalie. She's enjoying it. They do all the fetishes. The bondage, the remote control toys, the uh, <laughs> the spitting in my mouth. I think this is where I was like, yeah, that's too much. That's too far. TMI, TMI. And Deb was like, talk to me more about these remote control toys. <laughs> talk to me about these toys. <laughs> Deb was into it. Deb, Deb does need to get some, right? She's struck out. And, come on, share some knowledge if you got some knowledge. Stepanka. And Natalie's like horrified. You could see if Natalie's <sighs> face and I just died laughing because her face is like, oh my gosh, what did I just hear? Yeah, what am I a part What's of? What's going yeah. on? So then Sean's like, guy, this is way too PG. Like, I know we've talked a lot, but this is so PG. Tell me, what's the What's the craziest thing you guys have done? Right? I want details. What's the craziest thing? And Stepanka goes, I don't think I can say it on TV. What? What? I mean, this is Discovery Plus, Stepanka. You can definitely say it. Well, it's going to be on TLC. It's, they would uh, have to beep it out. They'd have to beep it out. And Jennifer's like, I think it's beautiful. This is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> BD, BDSM, bondage. It's great. And Jesse's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we have our own adventures. It's beautiful. What an amazing story. <laughs> it's like Jesse always just trying to chime in and make it about him. Oh, yeah. Like, let Stephanie shine. Let Stepanka talk about her journey. You don't need to be like, yeah, we have our own adventures too. Nobody well, we'll asked. we'll get to their Nobody adventures. Asked. Yeah, well, okay, let's get to it. Because that, I think that's it. all I have for them. Yeah. I'll, all I, my last note is that Natalie's face is priceless uh -huh. because she was so <laughs> horrified. She looks like she a newborn. Hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay. Jesse and Jennifer. This is the last. This is the last couple, right? For this. For this. For this part one. For this part one. Okay. So they won't stop making out. No. And at this point, it's just annoying, right? I don't care. I don't care for this. I get it. You guys are in love. You're infatuated. You're in lust. But people are trying to talk to you. Mm -hmm. People are trying to have a conversation. So stop making out for a second and use your lips to tell. 
And so Jennifer talks. The relationship is going great. She can believe it's real. He is perfect for her. And it's almost like she's trying to talk it up. I, I'm not saying the relationship isn't great. But I almost feel like for all the trolls out there who are saying shit uh, about her, she right. was trying to like really talk it she's up. She's trying to like over and forth. Mm-hmm. She's trying to prove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she says, yeah, we fell in love. And Jesse's like, yeah. And of course, he can't just be like, we're looking for a place to live. He's got to be like, <laughs> you know, I have a place in Russia. I have a place in Amsterdam. And so now we're looking for a, for a villa in Spain to live full time. Of course you are. Which I think that's a smart move. Jennifer speaks Spanish. It's in Europe. It's close to his home too. I know sure. it's not that close to her home, but he can learn more Spanish. He I, think, I think that's a good move for he them. better. So Sean asks if they're engaged, but not yet. But the goal is marriage and much more, which is then told to us to be a J&J baby. Okay. I know there's a lot of side effects to the J&J vaccine. I didn't know a baby. <laughs> I don't know getting pregnant was one, but they were looking for a J&J baby. And I can see them like settling down, popping babies. You know, their baby's name would have some weird ass name. Like what? Like, like I'm just thinking of Chris Martin or like Apple, right? It would be something. You know what's crazy? Strange. I was going to say apple tree. It could be apple tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, it would be something Ridiculous. Yeah. Like a man of luxury would name their child. Like a like a cryptocurrency name or something. Like Ethereum. This is Ethereum. Or something like oh, something posh. Oh, right. Like gold. Lamborghini. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We call him Lambo for short. <laughs> it's cool. It's a pretty cool name. You must you must be into luxury. Let me guess. You love luxury? I can tell. Okay. So then Tanya, of course, making it about her. They're so cute. They remind me of Sinjin and I at the beginning. Do they? Really? I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it either. I don't see it. <laughs> and Sean goes, okay, it can all be perfect. can all seem perfect. But what do you guys argue about? And Jesse. Well... We go to the gym and we fight about what exercise to do first. Like they only fight what? over stupid things. That's which the, d- the dumbest thing. It is, but people do. Like you and I, when we argue, it's usually over something ridiculous and stupid. Right, like I want to do biceps, you want to do triceps. <laughs> it's like we can never settle what muscle to work out first. Yeah, not that stupid. <laughs> and then like, you know, we also fight over like the hair dryer and like what brand bronzer we want to use. It's like these are the Jesse Jennifer fights, I'm sure. Right. Well, where's the lint roller? Can I, (laughs) this sweater has so much lint on it. Where's my lint roller? I mean, you would use lint roller. I know, but those, um, in my mind, these are the fights. Okay. I was going to say, don't shit on (laughs) Jesse. I'm a man of luxury, Teresa. You know this. Oh, you sure are. So then they bring in Kaka, who (laughs) still nobody knows how to pronounce his name because I'm pretty sure Sean was calling him Kaka. I think she did too. At some points. But then she went to Kakwa. She's like, everyone is unclear about your relationship with Jennifer, Kaka. Do you guys speak less now? And apparently they have been talking less out of respect for Jesse. Which is a nice way to put this. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Jesse set up some boundaries between 
Jennifer and Kaka and we're abiding by them. We're talking less. And so then Sean asks Kaka, what do you think about Jesse as a person? Let us, what are your thoughts? Lay it on us. And Kaka says, Jesse's a little cold and calculating, very different from Jennifer's warm personality. And guess who claps? Natalie started clapping. She's such a, I just can't take, I cannot take Natalie. She thinks Jesse just uses his fame for money and wants attention. And she doesn't buy the love. She doesn't see the love. I can see the love, but yes, he's using his fame for money. That's what all of you yeah, are just doing. Like, just like you, Natalie. Yeah. Right. And so they play the clip where Kaka says Jennifer's the best sexual partner he's ever had. Mm-hmm. And Jesse goes, I'm still not sure what happened between them. I don't understand what he means, best sexual experience, when there was none. And Sean's like, yeah, exactly. That's what we want to know. Can we get some clarification? Can we get some details? Like, you don't have to go as far as Topanga did. That was too far. We don't need to know all of the holes. But, like, give us one. Tell us, like, one position. And Kaka basically said, gentlemen never tells Blah, 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 blah. But sex is not just intercourse. It's hugs, it's kisses. <laughs> and he goes on and on and on. And Sean is like, that was a long no, Kaka. So here's the thing. <laughs> I don't think they had sex. No, I don't think so either. I don't think they had sex because I think he would say yes. He wouldn't be like, well, hug, kiss. Yeah. But I also think he's like 17. Do we know how old this guy is? We know he has braces. He went to school with Jennifer. That's how they know oh. each other. So he, I think he's her age. Because he, the more I look at him, the more I hear him talk, I'm like, this guy might be 17. He looks very young, yes. Yeah. And so then it, it goes on. And Jennifer says, some people orgasm in a yoga pose. That's true. I know people who fart in yoga poses. <laughs> I don't know anyone who's orgasm in a yoga pose, but we'll start doing yoga very soon. So Jesse's like, I'm choosing to believe whatever Jennifer says. Which and is good. If Kaka says he felt sex during a hug, I'm happy for him. This I, is, lo- I love that sentence. This is uh, <laughs> this is Pam when she's like, I feel I feel God in this chilies tonight. <laughs> at the Dundies. Yeah. I feel God in this chili. He's like, I feel sex in this hug. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else believes anything that's being said. So they move on and they show the dinner scene where Kaka, Jesse, Jennifer, that other woman, they're all having dinner. And Kaka's saying, I'll always be there for Jennifer. And when they break up, I'll be right there. And everyone's like, damn. Oh, cock. Well, that's crossing the line, right? It kind is crossing the line. Hoping, well, hoping yeah. that they break up. And Jesse called it. He basically said, I'm, why would you say to your friend, why would you think about your friend, someone you love, that she's going to go through a heartbreak? Mm-hmm. Why would you wish it to someone? Right. Completely. Nobody was taking his side. But. But. Freaking Natalia. Like, what's wrong with her? Seriously. Oh, what is she? I have a note about Tanya. Oh, no, there's Natalie. Natalie's like, you don't sleep with friends. And it's like, and Jennifer was like, exactly. That's why we didn't sleep together. Right. Well, so I had Tanya down as saying he's going too far as a friend. It's a big mess. And Jennifer goes, Tanya, you're not the only one can, who can have a good relationship with their exes. 
Because that was a direct dig at like, oh, yeah, Sinjin and I were mm. like good friends, right? You're not the only one who could be friends with their exes. And Tanya's like, oh, oh. And Jennifer goes, just be mature about it like you are or like you're trying to show. Oh, yeah. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Like, uh, yeah, this was this was getting spicy, intense. Spicy, spicy. So then Sean goes, Jesse, Kaka calls you delicate. What do you think about that description? And Jennifer jumps in and is like, he's sophisticated. He's sophisticated. <laughs> and Jesse's like, no, 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 I am delicate. I am. I am delicate in some ways. So it doesn't bother me. What bothers me is that he's talking about being ready for Jennifer when we break up. Yeah. And Sean asks Kakwa if you love Jennifer or if you're in love with Jennifer. And he says he loves her, but he doesn't desire to be with her right now. Good. Yeah. And so Sean asks the whole cast. It's a big question. Ah. It's a big poll. They like the poll on this show. Mm-hmm, like who, someone else who likes to pull. I like to do a poll once in a while. <laughs> who thinks Jennifer should be with Kakwa? And Natalie is like, oh, yeah. And Tanya She's goes, like, me, me too. And like she does some movement with her hands, literally looking like a child. Yeah. Why? She's Why? A she's, she's, a, she's a freaking child. She's a child. Okay, enough about Kwaka. Let's move on to another man in Jennifer's life. Tim. Speaking of delicate men. Oh, yeah. Tim, Tim is very delicate. And he's joining us with Veronica. Veronica. And listen, whatever beef they all have between each other, I do like Tim and Veronica, like a duo. Let's talk, talk about outfits the segment here, because Tim looked like he was about to pull a rabbit out of a hat. <laughs> right? What was, what was he wearing? It was like a silky white. Very silky jacket. Yes. It was a lot. It was a lot, but It was hey. a lot. Hey, hey, he, he was, just wanted to shine. He was rocking it. So Sean asked the last time Tim spoke to Jennifer and it's been almost two years. So this is the first time they're seeing each other. And Sean's like, how was Jesse's visit different from Tim's? And Jennifer goes, Jesse makes me feel many, many things. Like she doesn't even consider Tim her ex because nothing right. happened. Because it was platonic. Yeah. Right. Maybe an ex-friend. They did facials together. That's about it. Right. (laughs) Right. So it was very platonic, not very sexual. So there's no ex in sex. So they're not going to call each other exes. But Veronica goes, but you accepted that promise ring. And Jennifer Mm. goes, yeah, but I threw it out. It's not even a real diamond. And Veronica goes, she says, I still have the papers. So... I forget. Was this Veronica's ring? I think so. Did Tim give Veronica a ring? Veronica gave it back and then Tim gave it to Jennifer? I think so. I'm pretty sure that was the case during their season. Yeah, because that's the only thing that would make sense as to why Veronica would have the paperwork for this yeah. thing. Okay. So then they flash back <laughs> to Tim on Bear is All when he oh, was saying... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jennifer, Jesse, they're perfect for each other. They like fighting with everyone. He's got that used car salesman vibe about him, and hopefully he has a big wallet to keep her happy. Everyone was like, wow, like that was rude. So rude. So rude. I get it. I get why he would say that because Jesse's made some comments of his own. I wonder who started it, though. That's a good question. Who made the comments about the other person first? That's a good question. Because that person is like, wow. Yeah, you but, started the fire. Yeah. yeah. So Jennifer's like, ha, ha, ha. 
I'm an architect and a fashion designer. I don't need money from anyone. Is she? I didn't know she was an architect. Did she say that? Is she? Yeah. I thought she was a model, which is cool. I'm sure she's making money modeling. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Those, I didn't, I don't know. I think she probably felt like everyone's just throwing out jobs that they do on this show. I'm just going to make some up too. Like, (laughs) who's counting? Is anyone really checking our LinkedIn's? No. So Jennifer's like, let me tell you something. The fact that we train every day, 5 a.m., meditation, run 10 kilometers every day, that's not self-centered. That's love and self-respect. That's definitely respect. I wish I could do that. (laughs) Self-respect. Yeah. Yeah. And so Jesse and Tim start getting into a little bit of a cat fight. Then Jennifer and Veronica start going at it. And Jennifer yells out, I don't think your eyebrows are authentic at all. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer's like, you don't even deserve to be called a pussy because you act like a little bitch. Whoa. Go Jennifer, I guess. And that's why there's a part two Mm -hmm. to this tell-all. Well, Jesse's, I mean, Tim said, Jesse, put on your pants and don't have your woman speak for you. Mm -hmm. And Jesse's like, I let her speak freely. She can do whatever she wants. Jesse's so calm and self-centered. It's the turn like and the imaginary dog. I'll let her do whatever she wants, except bench press on Mondays because we (laughs) do triceps on Mondays. (laughs) That's what I do on Mondays. Oh, I switch it up. Really? Oh, yeah. uh, oh, I need a freaking schedule. Okay. Well, let's not digress. Let's wrap this thing up. We think we... We're at the end. Need to. We, we need to, to wrap it up. <laughs> I, I didn't love it at first. I, I like it now that we talked about it. I'm I ready always, for part two. I had to say this, but, you know, I usually love watching 90 Days, but I actually, actually love it when we talk about it. Oh, yeah. That's how I really get into it. Mm. Good. Glad. We hope you guys enjoy when we talk yes. about it, too. And guys, this is not the end. No. More to come. We saw some drama with Natalie, which mm-hmm. I'm excited because that child needs to be punished. Oh, boy. And I hope we'll get to see some of the dates, actually. I know. Because as you said many times, it's the freaking single life. No, it's the separation journey. <laughs> Did you forget? Okay. Guys, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this tell-all, too. Make sure you guys follow the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as all these outfits. Woo! Minus a few. Minus a couple. All these beautiful people. Okay. (laughs) Make sure you're following the podcast. Make sure you're following the Instagram at MarriedToRealityPod. And please leave a review if you haven't. You can do it on Apple. You can do it on Spotify. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you do it if you can. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I think I've said it all. Have you said it all? Oh, my gosh. I've said too much. Woo. All right. That means we (laughs) will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.